3: I am all in. More,
4: more, more. I want to kiss you more. More, more, more. I want to kiss you more.
2: I am all in with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio
0: podcast. Hey
3: everybody, Scott Patterson. I am all in podcast 111 Productions iHeartRadio one-on-one interview with none other than Tank Sade. Uh, he was born in Sydney, Australia. Named a young emerging talent, he worked in the theater before moving to Los Angeles in 2004. And he rose to prominence on the show as Finn in the uh, uh, Light and Death Brigade. Sade rose to international attention playing the quirky role of Finn in the cult series Gilmore Girls. Amy Sherman Palladino took a liking to Sade and created the role after he auditioned for the love interest of Logan Huntsberger, uh, He starred in the series roadies one hour drama written, directed by Cameron Crowe and produced by JJ Abrams for showtime, which lasted one season. Uh, he starred opposite Nicholas cage in the movie stolen and was, and, and has appeared on sons of anarchy, the mentalist body of proof 90210 CSI Miami CSI, New York. He wrote and directed flowers and weeds starring Academy award, Nominee and Golden Globe winner, Terrence Stamp. And music from Academy Award winner, Glenn Hansard. Uh, He first appeared as Tank Sod in episode three, season five, written in the stars, his last appearance, season six, episode 22, Partings. He was in 15 episodes from 2004 to 2006. Uh, He appeared in A Year and a Life in Fall. Shall we bring in... Mr. Tank said tank. How are you? Thanks for joining us. Excited to have you. The fans are excited. Um, so appreciate your time. Good seeing you. I, we never met, I never met you on the set. No, I don't
5: think we ever did a scene together. No,
3: we never did a scene together. I never, I don't know that I ever, did I ever do a scene with Logan? I can't even remember. Um, well anyway, um, how'd you get your career started? How did it all begin?
5: Uh, I started in Australia. I worked in the theater. Um, for a few years, and there was very limited opportunities there for like film and TV at the time. So I thought it was time to make the jump. Um, I moved to LA just kind of on a whim. Didn't have uh, didn't have much money. Didn't have a visa. Um, so yeah, I just came out here. I was I was crashing on couches, and I got an agent, and that agent uh, got me this audition for a show called Gilmore Girls, which at the time I'd never heard of, um, and. They'd said to me, look, we want to give you this audition just to let you know they've already pretty much cast the guy, but they want to see some other guys, so we're just going to send you. But just let so it be known. they've got- So I'm like, all right, great. So I go in there and I meet the casting directors and they're wonderful and I meet Amy um, and the role was for Logan. And at the time, Matt Zukri was already in the room and he was in the room for probably about 45 minutes, <laughs> take after take after yeah. take after take.
3: That's a, that's a bad feeling when you're sitting waiting to go. That is not a good feeling. I've been there before.
5: But I already knew that, that they had the guy. Right. So I, for me, it was just kind of like a ghost scene, you know, back in the day. That, that's the way I was going to make the casting director. Right, um,
3: right.
5: So I went in there, you know, I was in there 90 seconds tops. <laughs> And, uh, no I just walked out the door and and then Amy called up my agent and they said you know we want to write a role for him he's going to be Logan's friend and and it was supposed to be I think one episode one or two episodes and then it just kind of just kind of grew from that was so, Amy in
3: the room do you remember Amy and, do you remember who was in the room
5: Jamie and Mara right
3: the casting directors right
5: yeah and yeah Amy was in the room yeah okay
3: all right um, you yeah, know, those rooms, man, Gee, you just can't tell sometimes, you know, you think you're tanked and then you got the job, no pun intended. Um, or you think you did great and you're just like, you yeah, know, no, they don't remember you, you know?
5: <laughs> I have no idea. I was so Australian, you know, uh, I mean not that I'm less Australian, but I just didn't understand how it worked in America. I mean, I walked in barefoot. Like, because, you know, I come out of the theatre, I was like, until I've got the role, I don't wear shoes. You know, and I was like, <laughs> what? And I had, I had flip-flops on and, and I walked in, I just kicked, kicked my flip-flops off and started doing the audition. And, and Jane, to this day, she was like, I'll never forget that. Kid walked in the room with no shoes on. There I was like, all right?
3: There you go. That's it. You know, that's the moment they knew, right? Um, So it was originally written for Logan. Um. So tell us what happened after the audition. Uh, um.
5: I went home. My agent called me up a few days later. They right. said they want you to do this show. I'm like, great, let's do it. But they want you to be Australian, and I said no. And they said, what do you mean? I was like, I, like I just got here. I don't want to be known playing an Australian character. I just want to just you know come in under the be American like everyone else. And they went back and they said he doesn't want to do it because he wants to be American. And then they said, no, we want him Australian. And then they, they went back and forth, my age, and just went, you're an idiot. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> not in the union. <laughs> you don't have a visa. Right. Money, just take it. And I was like, all right. And uh, there's, you know, best decision I ever made.
3: Right. And it's just for the one episode, but you ended up doing, gosh, let me look. I know how many episodes. Well, 10, you, did. you did 15 episodes. 10.
5: Well, we were supposed to do the seventh season as well. We were written into. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. We were all in the seven. Yeah, because uh, I already knew. I was in the first three episodes of season seven, and then Amy parted ways They right. did rewrites, and they took us
3: out. Oh. So that's all right. That's but, you know, what was we- missing. Man, you kick it off with the, the light and death brigade, and you got something there, man. That yeah. was, those were the, those episodes were just, they sparkled. They were so much fun.
5: It was, you know, it was fun.
3: Tell us about it. Tell us about shooting that stuff and being on location and outside and jumping off that platform and all that. Tell us about that.
5: You know, I, I didn't know any better. You know, I, I'd come out of very, very small budget, you know, the a high budget film in Australia was $2 million. Really? And it assaulted. If you were an actor in Australia, it's because you wanted to be, you know, because you weren't you weren't making any money, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you treading the boards. You lucky to scrape by a couple hundred bucks a week. You know, our mm-hmm. furniture was milk crates, and right. you know, it was just everything was so small. And and coming out to America and then going to Warner Brothers. And I remember we, one of the first scenes I had was an exterior at Yale. So I kept thinking, well. Oh, we're in LA. Where are they going to shoot this? Where are they going to find that kind of, you know, sandstone kind of building? And we go in, and they just built it on bloody set. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> this is America, you yeah. know. This it was—it was insane. It was just—you just—you don't know until you know, you know. Right, and right. and uh, the first director I had was Kenny Ortega.
3: Oh wow, that's good. Look, good, good yeah. fortune right there.
5: Yeah, Kenny, I mean, you know, Kenny comes Kenny comes from this big musical background, you know, and and you know, with Michael Jackson and did all these these musical films and dancing films and whatnot. And um and so the note I was given was before I'd started was we wanna give the show a little bit of um a little bit of spunk, a little bit of spark, like a little bit of grit, like We want him to bring something a little different. And so I was like, all right. You know, so I painted my nails and um, I was just trying to just be loose and free and Kenny kept saying, bigger, you know, just go, go with it. So I said to him, Kenny, I'm going to go big. You tell me to rein it in wherever you want. He just says, just go for it. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, this is the director. I just do what he tells me. And they're like, yeah, it's like fear and loathing Las Vegas, and I haven't seen the show, right? I'm just doing it, and uh, and then like a week later, my agent calls and says, you know, the studio, uh, the studio just called us, and they just want you to rein it in a bit. <laughs> 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 I'm thought i going to get fired on my first. Man, <laughs>
3: um, oh, no. so
5: yeah, I was like, you know, I was devastated. It was such right. an e- I was like, well, I just did what the director told me. All right. And Nice. said, yeah, nah, don't do that. So I was like, all right. But we we kind of just had fun. We could do it. Amy just let us run amok. Anything mm. we could add, she let us do it. Like any kind of physical stuff, she let us do it. So, so
3: Kenny didn't even direct you to do like, well, we got the big takes. Let's do sort of one with a little less. No, it was all just go, go, go. Right, the other way. I went up. <laughs> Oh man. Well, it all worked out like 15 episodes. Pretty good. Um, you know, coming from a small role like that and you made it your own and you made it bigger and, um, good on you for that. Um, so you'd been, you'd been mostly, um, in the theater before. Did you find that it was a hard transition coming into, you know, had you been in front of a camera before a movie camera before?
5: I had limited. Mm -hmm. I had, um, So I kind of got the nuances of it, but the style of film and TV in Australia is very, very different to America. And I don't want to say very, very different to America. What I will say is very, very different to Gilmore Girls. You know, as you know, Gilmore Girls was about, you know, getting the lines word perfect and being, you know, on the money, on the mark, and it was just there was a a rhythm to it. Whereas in Oz... uh, the performance was less about you know here's the close-up on you here's the close-up on me it was more about what was happening in between that they, they really wanted authenticity they wanted that organic kind of performance and there was a, a rawness to it and it meant that you know if if there was a little ad lib or if if you ummed and ah or stepped on each other's lines that's what they wanted so, then that was gold. So, it took me a little while to adjust when I came here with that stuff, you know, like I remember saying something like, you know, I'm going to the park and uh, and on the set, they came up to me and said, no, it's I am, <laughs> you know, like that sort of stuff. In the first couple of episodes, on Good World, I got that a lot. Right. Um, and so, that was an adjustment for me, you yeah. know. Yeah. Took me a hot second to figure that all out. Um, and also I think it took them a second to figure out writing for Finn because I don't think they'd ever heard an Australian before. So he was kind of his manner was and his his dialogue was more British. And and it was and it was odd because as as it progressed, I would find things that I was saying to the crew all of a sudden appearing in the script, like certain little words that, I'm, you know, like they were picking up on the vernacular. Mm-hmm. Um, and then apparently America had, a, had this thing with my accent, like they couldn't understand me. So I was doing a lot of ADR in the beginning. Mm. And then people were complaining that I had the the worst Australian accent ever. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> you got going, Man, me. you're just getting reamed from the, uh, you can't win.
5: But, you know. We, we, we figured it out, and it's kind of like a happy meeting, but it took a couple episodes, I think, um, in the beginning. That's funny.
3: Shout out to AstroPro for sponsoring this episode and providing free samples. It's springtime, and that means allergies. Mine have been throwing me off, and I need something that works fast. That's where AstroPro comes in. It's the first of its kind nasal allergy spray, and it is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter spray you can get. Go to AstroProAllergy.com for a discount so you can AstroPro and go today. Visit A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies.
6: is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: So what did you like about playing Finn? What, what did you really thrive on?
5: You know, he was he was kind of like a lovable song, you know? Mm-hmm. And they are such fun characters to play mm. because there's that there's that depth, you know. Most a, a lot of the times, as you know, you read you read a character on the page and he's the good guy, or he's the bad guy. But when you have a guy that's kind of sort of does douchey things but has a good heart, there's some sort of complexity to that. There's there's a contrast, mm-hmm. um, and it was just fun. It was play. It was always play. And I got away with murder and I think it was just because I was Australian and I didn't know any better. I mean, there was there was this thing on on set always, like somebody would yell out, why does he do it? And then the crew would go, because he's Australian. And I'd just go, sorry, <laughs> you know, I don't know. You know. Um, and we, you couldn't get away with half the stuff we did on set mm-hmm. back then. But, um, yeah, it, it was... It was good. I mean, the nights were long, as you know. Um, they liked uh, they liked to do another take. Um,
3: <laughs> Thirty more, forty more, sure.
5: Yeah, I'm sure you got a lot more than yeah. I, when we did the reunion, we were doing night shoots for the dream sequence, and we're in the middle of it, and uh, and Amy goes one more, and I, I'm like I'm like fifty feet away. I'm like Amy, and she's like yeah, and I go. We'll do as many as you want, but we all know you don't want one more. <laughs> you know, and of course, you do twenty more takes.
3: And
5: <laughs> yeah, God love. It. I mean, I owe, I owe my career to that woman. Right? Mm-hmm. she wrote a role for me, yeah. and she never gave me a single note, right. not one.
3: Yeah, well, you know, you're you're right about that. Uh, all the main cast does too, especially because they this. St- studio wanted names they didn't want unknowns and that was right about 2000 was a time that film actors were crossing over into TV it wasn't so um, verboten anymore and, um, and there was a lot of competition I mean it's just like you couldn't get a TV role it was like oh Benjamin Bratt's gonna do it and this guy's gonna do it and this film guy's gonna do it and it's like oh, okay so it was, she fought for every single one of us. So yeah, we owe her our careers as well. I mean, I know I feel you on that one, but um, uh, So you jump, I jump, Jack. Big episode. You got introduced to Life and Death Brigade. What do you remember about filming that? Where did you film it? And what do you remember about filming it?
5: We filmed it uh, somewhere in the valley. You're going to know this. I don't remember it because I just moved to L.A. then. And I've actually been around there. I, I want to say it's somewhere around. There's a lot somewhere around Agora Hills, Calabasas, somewhere out there. Mm-hmm. Apparently Pleasantville out there or something. I'm sure you've shot there.
3: Oh, yeah. Like, there's a, there is, there is a, a movie ranch out there.
5: Somewhere near Malibu Lake.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: yeah there's a property there. Right. Um, the one thing I do remember is we we had a lot to shoot that day and we weren't going to get it in the can we were running out of line. and we had the skirmish sequence which involved a couple of us shooting <laughs> with paintball guns these guys flying through the air
3: funniest stuff i mean that was one of the funnier things i've seen on that show
5: yeah it was fun um and i believe the cinematographer said, we don't have any time to shoot this. Mm-hmm. said, we're going to shoot it. And the cinematographer said, to the best of my knowledge, well, we can't. And I think Amy said, well, we are, so you can go home. Mm. Um, and we shot the entire sequence in a one up
3: Oh, my a uh, one a oneer for the audience is there are no cuts it's like you're getting everything in one shot which is impossible to do everything has to come together for to to accomplish that very courageous anyway go ahead
5: and i you know we were told we had like 15 minutes worth of light or something so the way it was the scene is basically and i'm going to i'm going to tell you the scene from my perspective cuz frankly that's all i know um is, uh, you know, I think uh, Logan and Rory walk over, I have a skirmish gun, I shoot some guy that's flying through the air, um, I have one or two lines of dialogue with Logan and Rory, and then I say something to the effect of, I want to have a turn, as in being shot out of the cannon. So then I run off camera, um, I, ri- I rip my jacket off, I take my shirt off, I put another shirt on with squibs, and then they throw me onto a gurney and then they run me straight back through the scene. So I do like a, a costume change while they're shooting their dialogue mm-hmm. and we come back through and then they just went, yep, 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 grab some cutaways here, great, let's, let's roll. Mm-hmm. And we shot a scene with people flying through the air, props, um, skirmish guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick had to hit him. Like Nick was the guy shooting the gun. And he had to hit the flying bodies. If he didn't, we didn't have it. Mm.
0: Uh,
5: and then dialogue for four characters in 15 minutes flat. Mm.
3: Isn't it amazing what you can accomplish on a film set when you have to, you
5: have to, right.
3: Everybody figures it out. Suddenly yeah. <laughs> there's no time. Let's get it done. I think that's what I, I think. Some of the really great indie directors do that on their films. It's like you listen, guys. You have one take. We're gonna do it in a or We got to move on. Let's go. And then, then the performances are just brilliant, right? Yeah. Clint,
5: Clint's a one and done. Hmm? Clint Eastwood only does one take. That's what right? I hear.
3: Right. I was I was thinking of him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Um. But also, like you know, if you if you're on a if you're on a film and you know you got twenty day shoot or whatever, or you got a three month shoot, you're still getting the movie in the can, one way or
3: another. Yeah, you got to do it. Um, All right, here's Sarah from uh, Des Moines, Iowa wants to know what your favorite line was that you had to deliver as Finn.
5: Oh, wow. Oh, buttercup.
3: (laughs) And in what, uh, explain the context.
5: There's a scene where Rory is uh, coming to the hospital and Logan's in the hospital bed and, uh, and I have a scene with uh, Alan, who played Colin. Um, it, it took me probably, I think in in the two years I was on Gilmore Girls, I was happy with three scenes, maybe two. And one was with Ed and one was with Alan and that was it. And, and we have this Chunk of dialogue and Rory's in and she's all mad at us and <clears throat> I, I I can't remember the lines exactly but there was a bit but we were we were on you know y- you know what it's either like, there's that magic in the bottle and sometimes you're on and it will me a long while to to figure it out but that scene yeah I mean all the classic lines that, that people quote from Finn um, I you don't know at the time right you just you're just doing your dialogue and then um and then they come out and then all of a sudden they're like these you know they're still quoted 15 years later right
3: they're on t-shirts and they're on coffee yeah. cups and yeah right. Right, exactly um so you worked you worked with Matt on the resident what was it like working with him again
5: great yeah great he's Matt is the consummate professional mm-hmm. he's the hardest worker I've ever met <clears throat> I like to think I'm a very hard worker. Um, I take my job very seriously. Uh, I like to do a lot of research. Um, And I just feel lazy when I'm around Matt. He's just so on point. He does so much homework. Um, And he just bangs it out, you know. He just drills it, drills it. And I'm, I'm still... And part of me just has a bit of fun, you
1: know,
5: but Matt's a consummate professional. You know, uh, I have a lot of time for him. He's, he's, he's been a good friend, yeah. you know.
3: Brilliant guy. Brilliant guy.
5: He's done so much work that he can't help but, you know, there have been times when, I, you know, I'll be on set with him and I'll say, hey, you know, what's your take on this or what do you think about this or, you know, and that was all that on The Resident because it was his show, you know, I was coming on just doing a guesting. Right. Yeah. You know?
3: Yeah, we we love him over here. We've had him on a couple times, and he's just a top guy. Gosh, top guy, um, and great performances. Logan, just yeah. fantastic performance. I think that gets lost in all of the, um, you know, the fan reaction to you know where he comes from. He's a guy of privilege. He's breaking Rory's heart. He's manipulating her. All of the stuff. And what I'm trying to focus on is like this guy's performance is. Epic! I mean, just the work. Look at the work. Look at how everything just trips off his tongue, and it's just like the timing of it is so perfect. And you guys were all great together, man. That was those those were the most fun scenes to watch so far. I mean, among the most fun. Um, uh, and so, is there you keep in touch with everybody in the in the brigade?
5: Alan, Matt. Every now and again, we'll send each other a text. Um, but one thing. I think part of that fun is, you know, we were blessed. We, we, I think we kind of got given certain liberties that, that you guys didn't, you know, because you guys were driving, you know. Um, <clears throat> but when we met, it was very clear, at least clear to me, that we had to develop this camaraderie and we had to be very, very close. So we hung out all the time in the beginning. Mm. Like outside, of, you know, after that first day of shooting, we had poker nights. The boys had cigar nights. I was there, but I just don't smoke. Um, we'd, we'd hang out anytime we were on set. We all hung out in one trailer. It was, you know, you know what it's like. You go to mm-hmm. set and you just go to your, sh- do your own thing. No, we'd all get in one trailer. We'd bring in some guitars. We'd start jamming or whatever. You mm-hmm. wanted to get that kind of kinship really quickly. And I think you see it. I think you see it on camera. Mm
3: hmm. Yeah, it's, it definitely translates. It, it, it really, really helps. Um, let's talk about Yellowstone. Uh, so you're in or starring on the spinoff
5: 1923. Yes, yes. So we wrapped that, uh, I want to say January,
3: February. Okay, that's season one.
5: Season one. Okay. Yeah. Um, they picked up a season two. Good. Um, at least that's what I heard when they wrapped uh, in January. Mm-hmm. But that was mate, I have never. I don't. I'm, I'm sure you have. I've never been to Montana. <laughs> and they, guy the and boy, are they right? That is the most magical place on the planet.
3: Yeah, something.
5: Yeah, I spent. I spent a bit of time up there and i you know i had to learn how to ride a horse you know it's always the way like can you ride a horse yeah absolutely
3: yeah <laughs> grew up riding horses yeah, hell yeah
5: they have cowboy camp they call it cowboy camp uh-huh. and they send all the stuff and you just go out on a ranch and you ride a horse for five six hours a day <laughs> and uh and you get your own instructor and they just you know run you through the drills and i mean it's it's hard work but it's great work i you know, when I, I was looking into horse lessons out here, and I speak to people, and they go, "Yeah, we we typically do thirty to sixty minute lessons." And I go, oh, "Is that it?" And they go, "Yeah, because there's quite a big cognitive load, and you'll get tired, you'll be fatigued, and you know, it's it's better that way to keep them short." You know, rock up to Montana, and it's like all day. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
5: yeah, the- I don't know how to ride a horse.
3: Right. No. So so when's that gonna? When's that gonna? What's where's it gonna? uh it was st- stream and when's it coming out
5: it streams on paramount plus it's mm-hmm. out now um
3: oh, it is okay
5: it seems to have gotten some great reviews i think uh they're in some you know talks about emmys and whatnot and then you know they're in consideration all that sort of stuff but you know harrison ford and helen mirren are just right you know it's like they're insane!
3: Absolutely amazing. Did you get to meet uh, Taylor Sheridan? Was he was he on set? Did he film some stuff with you guys? Because he he likes to be in his own productions.
5: Yeah, was it in my episodes? Um, yeah. And I know I'm not sure where he was, but I know he has like nine shows in production. Yeah,
3: yeah, that we know of, right? Yeah,
5: yeah, that we know <laughs> of. Yeah, and 23 was being shot in South Africa, Montana. Gibraltar, I think, and Malta at the same time. Huh. So I'm sure he was in one of the continents.
3: Unbelievable. The guy, the guy is uh, a marvel. I mean, he's just prolific. It's just—I don't know how he does it, um, but he does it. So now we're going to jump into a segment of this episode called rapid fire. I'm going to ask you some really silly, superfluous questions about the show and you're going to answer them to the best of your ability. Good luck. Um, how do you like your coffee?
5: I don't drink coffee.
3: Um, have you binged the entire Gilmore girls series?
5: I've only seen one episode and it was with my wife and it was about six weeks ago. That's the first time
3: I've ever seen an episode.
5: What'd you, th- what'd you think? I actually really enjoyed
3: it. Uh, uh, that's good. Um, are you team Logan, team Jess, or team Dean? Do you know what that is? Yes. Okay.
5: Team Logan.
3: There you go. Uh, and which Gilmore Girls character would you uh, not want to go on a road trip with?
5: Oh, uh... Rory's mother.
3: Emily, right. Gotcha. Emily.
5: The actor or the character?
3: Character. Oh,
5: yeah. Emily.
3: You'd stay in good hotels, though, don't you think?
5: That'd be true. Yeah. yeah You'd <laughs> no. do
3: great service.
5: There's no such thing as a free lunch. <laughs> uh,
3: what would you order at Luke's Diner? Apple pie? There you go. Uh, Harvard or Yale? Oh, my... Yael. <laughs> Luke's nickname in high school was Butch. What's your nickname?
5: Dick Ed. <laughs> okay.
3: Who from Gilmore uh, would you not want to be stuck on a desert island with? It's is Basically the same question. Road trip or a desert island. Now we're on a desert island with somebody. Who, who do you not want to be on a desert island with? Ed.
5: What's Ed's character's name? Uh, Ed.
3: Richard. Richard.
5: Richard. Yeah. I don't think you would be very useful on an island. Mate. Right.
3: There you go. Boy. Uh, uh, something in your life, you are all in on my wife. Thanks, Sade. pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much for the time. Um, uh, you are one of the most uh, asked about in demand, uh, characters in this series. We are very grateful that you came on and we hope uh, you will consider coming on again uh, because we are going to get into more episodes that you are in and we are enjoying them very much. So thank you so much for coming on.
5: Thanks, Mike. I appreciate
3: it. Take care, Tank. Thanks so much.
5: Thank you very much. All right, bud.
3: Again, follow us on Instagram at I Am All In Podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com.
0: summer, The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way?